Kramer and Jess. On demand. Here's the morning show highlight clip of the day. Do you feel a little crazy doing it? It's about to go down. Perfect. We want to know everything. Dish. Oh, oh. It's talk me out of it. Please. With Kramer and Jess. Mix 106.5. Listeners, we talked to us when they're considering making kind of a crazy decision, and maybe it might work, or maybe it's actually terrible, and we, along with you, try to talk them out of it. All right. Uh, we have got her on the voice disguiser. Um, good morning, Anonymous. Good morning. So what's happening today? What's this uh, What's this idea you have? Well, I think my best friend is trying to sleep with my husband. And so I'm just trying to see if it's, like, going to happen. Why do you think this? Well, for starters, my friend just got a divorce. Mm-hmm. And so she's been kind of going through it. And so she posted on Instagram this, like, thirsty picture in Ocean City. Yeah. And it really felt like she was posting it for a specific person. Yeah. And I said my husband liked it. And that was when I kind of got the idea in my brain that she's maybe flirting with him. Are they like close like that? Like what's all the relationships here? So you know her, how long like how long have you guys known each other? Um, we've been friends since high school. And I, I do know that they both text. They text about stuff because our sons are on the same team. Okay. So, uh, so why? Why would I, I? Just nothing about this screams. She, she, anybody's trying to sleep with anybody. Yeah. What is it that happened that made you uncomfortable between the two of them? Well, last Saturday we all went to um, one of the kids' games, and afterward we were leaving, and we we're all kind of giving each other hugs and. She, the way she hugged my husband really rubbed me the wrong way. It's like her arms were, like, lingering. Mm-hmm. Like, she wouldn't end the hug. And she was, they were, like, at his waist. Ew, what? Okay. So yeah. that makes you feel like he's cheating? Well, it makes me feel like she's trying to make it happen. Whether they are cheating with each other, I have, I have no idea. Okay. Did you bring that up to him? Yeah, I told him that I was concerned and that I would like some reassurance. And he seemed really, really casual about it. So I suggested to text her something really inappropriate from his phone uh, to see how she responded. He's okay with that? <laughs> I, he's, he, he's letting me do whatever I want to do. He thinks that I'm... I've gone off the deep end, and um, he just doesn't think that it's a, a good idea generally. But you do. And you think you you think this is like you think you're going to catch her doing something? Well, I just have this really big intuition, and I I just don't want to let it go because you know she. I didn't want to bring this up, but she did cheat on her husband, so that's kind of why it's like coming up for me. Uh, I'm like scared of. What she might do. Well, uh, 410-583-1065. Anonymous says, I just had this sneaking suspicion, like some insecurity stuff happening here. Yeah. I feel like, though, if I could text her something from my husband's phone, mm-hmm. see her response, and obviously if there's something going on, should we tell her to go for it, at least get the truth, or do we talk her out of it? I don't think you should do that. <laughs> I think this is a terrible idea. I think it's going to get... 
very messy, and I feel like you just need to have a, a, a conversation with her and communicate, like, hey, I don't. The whole hug thing, inappropriate. You've never done that before. Like, what's going on? I don't see why you can't just talk to her. I just feel like she would lie to my face, you know? I don't think, honest to God, this is the first week I felt like, I don't think it matters what we say. I still feel like you're going to do this. And honestly, like, I'm, I'm here <laughs> is it for it. true? Her. Like, I don't. <laughs> I'm going to do this. No I, I feel like no matter what we say, are you? I feel like you're still like, this is like your mind's, your mind's made up at this point. Well, almost. Yeah. yeah. Desperate, you know, like yeah. I I want our marriage to stay together. It's just that like, you know, these things really hurt people's families. I just don't want it to even start. Okay. Okay. Well, 410-583-1065. Let's get some outside perspective on this. What do you think? You know, Anonymous says, I, I want to basically do a, a loyalty test, but to my friend, like reverse loyalty test to figure out, like, would my friend come on to my husband if given the opportunity? Hey, Teresa from Essex. Good morning. Good morning. Do we tell her to go for this idea? Absolutely not. Okay. No, this is a horrible idea. It's entrapment. It's going to ruin their friendship, and it's going to make things very messy very quickly. What, That's what I think so, too. Terrible idea. But what has a better chance of ruining a friendship? Having an honest conversation with not with few details and being like, hey, I feel like you're sleeping with my husband and then being like, wait, what? Well, not sleeping with my husband. It's like, they're doing this. That's making me uncomfortable. Can we talk about it? I think exactly. that's way different. Have a real conversation with her woman to woman. Yeah. Would you accept that well if one of your friends came to you and, you, and let's just say you were being completely innocent and they were like, Absolutely. hey, by the yeah. way, I feel like you're, you're like, I'm uncomfortable because you hugged my husband at a freaking practice. Like, do you think so, Teresa? I would rather you come to me as a woman than try to trap me yeah. on the phone. Like, okay. that's just sneaky and devious. And, and immature. And immature. very immature. And also, you're trying to call her out for being sneaky, but you're doing exactly the same thing. It's hypocritical. Okay. Mm. All right. It's good to hear that. Thank Terrible you for, idea. Thank you for calling <laughs> thank us. Thank you. Bye, guys. See ya. 410-583-1065. Hey, Brooke from Perry Hall. Good morning. Hey, how's it going? Good. Do we tell her to go for it or talk her out of it? I think go for it. Um, I've been I've been in a similar situation. Like my uh, ex boyfriend cheated on me with my best friend, oh, and I I wish that I had done something like this sooner because it's just better to know. Like it's it's way better to know. You know. Okay, so you know she was explaining that like she she just has this like intuition. That this is what's happening. Do you did you feel the same thing when you were getting? Yeah, you you did. Yeah. Did you did you confront them about it? Did you confront them? Um, I did eventually, but it was like a long time after I felt that way. Like I should have done it way sooner. Mm -hmm. So you think by doing this little text setup? I just wish that they could just talk. Like why why don't you think that she can just have a conversation with her face to face? I just think she'd lie. They both lied to me for like a really long time. So I, I, I just don't think you can trust like people's I said, word on that. It gets, mm-hmm. it'll get the job done. It'll definitely get the job done. Okay, this is good to hear. Thank you for calling us. Yeah, thank you. Read this text. This is from the 864 area code. I didn't initiate it, but I did get divorced after I found out my best friend from middle school was exchanging nudes with my husband via mm, text. My. Even after I had screenshots and proof, they both denied it to my face. I say go for it. Better to know than not. 
David from Towson. Do we tell her to go for it or we talk her out of it? You know, I've seen this happen in multiple relationships where the, a close friend, you know, gets very or is very attracted to the husband. Or, you know what I mean? It just, it just happens. Mm-hmm. So I, I just think that what she needs to do is just cut the ties with her. If she loves her husband, then she just needs to, you know, get rid of the friend and move forward in life. You're, you're so, saying, wait, you're saying, so don't do not do like the setup. Also, don't have a conversation. Just Literally cut just cut her out with, no, with nothing else to go off of other than a hug. Hey, you know what? You know, a hug's a hug. And to me, you know, if she's putting her her hands down by his uh, Waist. buttocks, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know, it doesn't make any sense. So I'm you would just you you say don't investigate anything. You you've got enough factual evidence. Just cut her. Just cut her out. If she feels something, she's she's a human being. I mean, if she feels something that's going on. Yeah, the feeling is there. I mean, it, that gut feeling is always. To me, it's always been right. Yeah, I mean, you can't ignore so, it. You can't ignore know, it for sure. We know the difference between a friendly hug and a and yeah. a hug that's meant to be a little more. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's 100% correct. I mean, I, again, I've seen in multiple relationships with people, and all of a sudden, you know, she's been a cheater before. She admitted it. This girl is looking for something more, and it, it's it's all about the end of the day. It's all about the challenge with these types of people and these individuals. Okay. You know, it just happens. I mean, you know, Everywhere. That's, uh, that's what that's what needs to happen. She needs to be very, very aware of what's going on, and she needs to proactive. cut ties with her mm-hmm. and tell her to move the f on. Okay, oh, the f on. Okay, there he goes. Thank you, Thanks, David. You got it. See you, bye. Hey, anonymous. Yes. So, what are you what are you thinking? What do you do? You still want to do this? I think yes, absolutely. <laughs> you know, it's it's for my family. It couldn't hurt, and. Um, and we can all laugh it off if it's nothing. But I do want to, I wouldn't even be too crazy about it. Like, I'll, I'll just put some feelers out there and see what happens. I think that's fair. I think if you're not just like, hey, here's a, here's a D pick, but like, uh, just no. Something that's like a little just casual. If there's nothing inappropriate happening, yeah. then there's nothing inappropriate happening. And yeah. we, there's nothing to worry about, right? I mean, okay. in theory. I mean, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Well, with this segment, you know, I don't know if you've heard it before, but we we always, especially now, like I don't think I've ever been more invested in something. Um, we for yeah. sure want to know what is said and what is said back. So can we um, can we talk to you again? Uh, we won't have another chance till Monday. So like the same time we talk to you today, can we talk to you like Monday at like 8.20? Can you call us back? Because we don't want any names, any phone numbers, no nothing. We just rely on you to call us back uh, 8.20 on Monday. Will that work for you? Uh, yeah, yeah, I'll call you guys. Okay, cool. And what we say is, like, please call us back because if you don't... I'm going to assume the worst. We just have to assume the worst and then it just sucks <laughs> for everybody. So 8.20 on Monday, okay? Okay. Now, Kramer and Jess, mornings on Mix 106.5. What's up? Man, it's Thursday. Let's start with some good news. I'm going to say it in three, two, one. One, one more sleep. sleep. 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 Yay! <laughs> Yay! I can't wait to go to M&T Bank Stadium and get everyone to start chanting that. I'm going to do it on a Thursday. Invite everybody Woo-hoo. in the city out and just chant that one chant, and we can all go back home. Yeah. Something exciting about that. All right. You know what's up. Six o'clock club. Let's get it going. 410-583-1065. This is a check-in for anyone that's awake in Maryland. 
first thing in the morning. You're part of the club. There's no, you don't got to sign up. There's no entry fee. We just want to know who's awake. And especially on Thursdays, we say we want to make at least one new friend. Like you've never texted us this early in the morning before ever. Mm -hmm. Introduce yourselves to us for the first time. Okay. New people, old people, whoever. 410-583-1065. Lori, good morning. Jess R. and Rob P. from Westminster. John the Annapolis Locator is with us. Our kinder care ladies, Karen and Amber, good morning. Kenny from PA. Linda from Woodbine. LG the Sassy Scientist. Grace in Dundalk. Mr. W., good morning. Bonehead is here. Carol the Shuttle Driver. Jess in Aberdeen. Clever Kevin. John the Wheelman, beautiful Beverly, Rico, our CRNA, Cheryl, Lou and Glenn Bernie, Lisa, Christine, Jess the bus driver, and baby Emma. Good morning. I've really put myself into a weird predicament in here. I'm such a hypochondriac, and somebody that we work with tested positive for COVID. So I came in this morning and like sprayed half a bottle of Lysol mm-hmm. all over this studio. Anywhere there was a touchable surface, keyboards. Controls for the radio station, monitors. I'm just like, Tss. but now I'm like, <coughs> like, yeah. Now it's like in your nose, and you can't breathe. I can't. I can't get like a full breath. Let me yeah. tell you how much of a hypochondriac I am. This is how crazy I am, and I don't mean to be crazy when it comes to like COVID, colds, flus, any kind of illness. I get like freaked out by. So, our boss right now has a cold. Okay, mm-hmm. one of the people that works in our sales department has a cold, and I was on a conference call with them both yesterday. Yeah, the whole time. They're just like hacking up along between the two of them back and forth, back and forth. Subconsciously, I don't even realize I'm doing this in the middle of the phone call. There's so much coughing going on. I literally grab my hand sanitizer and like wash my hands. But you're on Zoom. I'm on I'm on phone. I'm on Zoom. I can't even see them. Oh, you're on the phone. Just the sounds of the coughing. Yeah. It's not like I was like, okay, I should probably clean my hands off now. Mm-hmm. The sounds of the coughing like freaked you out. Made me so subconsciously uncomfortable. I literally reached for hand sanitizer just to stay sure I didn't get sick. Hey man. Not this guy. Not this guy. Ain't been sick in like nine months. We ain't going down today, six o'clock club. No. 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 These are the top three trending stories in the city. The Baltimore top three, three. with Jess. Number three. The Orioles and Blue Jays split yesterday's season-ending doubleheader. Baltimore went 83-79, a 31-game improvement from a year ago, and fans gave the team a standing ovation after their second game. Baltimore drew 1,365,900 fans at Camden Yards this season, which was its highest attendance total since 2018. The O's first spring training game uh, is coming up in February. That'll be on the 25th against the Minnesota Twins. I don't know any, like much of anything about baseball, but I will say the O's gave us a fun season there in the middle. You know, yeah. we were all kind of rooting behind them, and like the camaraderie was awesome. So thank you, O's. Number two. Today is National Noodle Day. We have been making and eating noodles for at least 4,000 years, and here are the top three things you are doing wrong with pasta, according to Italians. Number one, ketchup on pasta. of Italians say this is unacceptable, but one in six Marylanders do this. What? Who puts ketchup on their pasta? I don't believe this. This is you call us, 410-583-1065. I've never heard of that before in my life. Number two, garlic bread with pasta. This broke my heart a bit, but 48% of Italians say this is unacceptable because the kind we eat is made with a French baguette instead of a ciabatta bread, so apparently they don't like it that we are eating our pasta with garlic bread. Number three, putting pasta in cold water and then boiling it. 
81% of Italians are disgusted with this habit because you're supposed to boil it first and then put the pasta in. I don't think I... Do you do it from cold? I always boil it first. I mean, I usually boil it first, but if I'm just like... You're hungry? If I'm hungry, I'm like... <laughs> meh, meh, meh. You know what I mean? Number one. A settlement has finally been reached in the Rust wrongful death case against the producers of the film, including Alec Baldwin. Matthew Hutchins, the husband of cinematographer Helena Hutchins, who was shot and killed with a prop gun on set, officially confirmed the news. If you don't remember, Helena had been setting up a scene when Baldwin, the star of the film, was holding a vintage, a vintage gun that fired. Baldwin claimed that he did not pull the trigger. However, it discharged and the gun contained a live round. Production of the film is set to resume in January with Helena's husband as an executive producer. However, the settlement has nothing to do with the criminal investigation into her death. So charges could still be filed, meaning Baldwin could still be prosecuted. Man... That whole situation was so messy, and now and I'm wondering. I, I thought they were going to stop production, like be done with it. I didn't realize they were still going to like produce it. Are we going to feel weird? A little. I mean, that? it's production is going to be going on in in January, and then he also said all the principal players are still going to be involved in the film. So I'm assuming Alec is involved in I would that. Assume so. So yeah. we'll see. This is Jess, and that was your top three. Uh, let's do Throwback Thursday. This is a simple segment where we look back at the number one songs in Maryland from previous years. It is super. Nostalgic, right? And they'll take you back to a moment in pop culture history. This one scratched such a weird itch in my head. I'm gonna play one sound for you in about 60 seconds that will like bring you back to a different time in your life. Very a very positive time though, all but because of one sound. Hang tight for that. Okay, the number one song in 2016 in Maryland, Chain Smokers and Closer. So baby, pull me closer in the backseat of your their songs kind of sounded like this. This song always reminds me like of my friends because we were we were on the street team at this time and it was this song played on the radio Constantly. all the time. <laughs> so whenever we were setting up, it was always to this song. Number one song in Maryland back in 2008. God, this dude had a run. T.I. and whatever you like. I had just graduated college so this reminds me of like just that early carefree time you know he was doing everything though and featuring on everybody go ahead ti all right let's go back to 1995 mariah carey was our girl fantasy was the number one song in maryland this is the first song that i can like recall being like a fan of Oh my gosh, I still love, I think this is my favorite Mariah Carey song to this day. I would like call the radio station and like request the song. Yeah, isn't that funny? It's fire. I was like, man, those radio DJs are so cool. And I became one, I realized (laughs) we're not that cool. Um, All right, let me play this sound for you. (laughs) And you're like, we don't really, we don't control the music. Yeah, don't control the music, so (laughs) I would sit there and listen for hours for my song to come on. Oh well. Uh, Okay, I'm playing this one song. Tell me what this sound reminds you of, okay? Here we go, listen. Yeah. Okay. Jess, you, you hear that, you hear what? That my phone isn't working? You don't know what the sound is? No, I feel like we're having a technical Jess. difficulty right now. That's how that's what I'm like. Is everything okay? Man, I feel like if you're under thirty, you may have no idea what the sound is. Okay, so back in the day well I'll tell you why we're playing we're playing this. It was to this week, thirty three years ago, that America Online launched. Any idea what that even is? No. Oh my god. What is America I'm a Online? 
I am, I'm like shook right now. What is it? So America Online was like the very first version of the internet. So in 1990, or sorry, what? it was 1989. <laughs> what? what we would have to do, kids? God, I feel like this is a this grandpa. what dialing up means? Yes, okay. that was dial up. Oh my god! Uh, I thought you were instantly going to be like, oh my god, dial up internet. That went so crazy, but I forgot you probably never lived in a time where dial up internet was a thing. No, I, I don't know what this means. America Online launched this week back in uh, in 1989, where we would have to dial up. What does that even to mean? Use the can, you, can you explain this process? Box, and this box would like call a number uh-huh. and it would like send the data back and forth over our telephone lines. Did you press a button to get it going? Like how did it the even com- start? No, the computer would do it all. Like I'm not quite sure, but if your parents answered the phone, ever picked up the phone while you were on the internet, the internet would shut down oh, completely. Geez. But this is like, did you ever have like AIM instant messenger? Did you live in that time period where we, this is the first time where we were able to actually message each other back and forth. AIM a little bit, ish, <laughs> ish. Ish. All right. I'm going to go crawl into my old person home now. But it was. <laughs> we are going to get a little bit more serious this morning. And this actually could be a trigger warning for some people. So mm-hmm. I just wanted to give you a heads up before we get into this conversation. But honestly, would you know what to do if you saw somebody trying to kill themselves? I don't know. I've n- I have never been put in that situation before. I don't think any of us are like equipped for that moment we don't learn about that in school or there's nothing really online i'm sure there is but it's nothing something that's like natural natural right you wouldn't most of us probably will never have to experience that but what happens if the day came Mm -hmm. where you did and the reason i'm asking that question is because one of your neighbors has actually made national headlines yeah because of a moment just like this yeah and before we get her on, let's just, can you actually read the news story here? Mm-hmm. A good Samaritan in Maryland stops a man from jumping off a bridge. Tanya Washington was carpooling over the Thomas Johnson Bridge in Southern Maryland when she spotted a young man walking on the bridge and something about him didn't sit right with her. So she turned her car around to see if he needed help. Right. So we actually, we wanted to get Miss Washington on this morning because we really wanted to not only give her a lot of props for this, but like... Can you explain to us that day and like Miss Washington what was what was happening? Well, um that day I was going over the bridge and I saw a young man walking. Mm-hmm. My first thing was think he was just I thought he was just exercising. Mm-hmm. And then the thought came, well, maybe he's a jumper. I could not let him hurt himself. Yeah. And um, I told him I didn't know what he was going through, but I told him what my name was mm-hmm. and I told him, you know, was there anybody that I can call for him, um, friends or family? And he told me nobody cared. Mm-hmm. And I told him that I cared. Um, that's why I stopped. Yeah. So with it being, you know, so high on the bridge and his feet was over the water, I asked him if I could um, hold on to his arm. So when he told me I could, I just took his arm and had it in a bear hug. Mm. When he told me there was no friends or family um, that I could call for him, um, I kept saying his name so he knows that I know who he is and, you know, that I I hear you, I see you. And I told him the best thing about having um, friends and family, you can't choose your family, but you can choose your friends. Mm -hmm. And I choose you to be my friend. And with that being said, I choose you to be my family. Hmm. And so I can't let you go over the bridge because if you go over the bridge, you're going to take me with you. How did it progress into him deciding 
not to do this? I just talked to him and I let him know that um, I didn't know everything he was going through, but he didn't have to go through it alone and that I would be there for him. All I could do was look up into his eyes and just talk to him while he was in a bear hug until people could come and help. I asked him, I said, um, is it okay that I can check on you? And he said yes. And um, the officer put my phone number and um, my name on a piece of paper and put it in his pocket. And they allowed me to walk over the, um, to the vehicle while they put him in there and just let him know that you're not in any trouble, you're not on arrest, they're right. just trying to get you some help. Do you feel by you being there that day that it was a coincidence? Honestly, God had it already planned out. Yeah. And it wasn't whatever God wants me to do, I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. So. It wasn't my plan. It wasn't meant for me to be there. Yeah. And I think you were meant to be there. I think it was important for you to be there. And I don't think that you maybe even knew what to say or do in that moment until you had to do it. And it just shows like how the strength and the gifts that you have, because I don't, everything that you were saying was just so genuine and, and for you to risk your life and stop what you were doing to save somebody else that you had just met that day is just so amazing to me. And it's people like you that truly make the world a better place. I appreciate it. We appreciate you and like what you did in that moment. And listen, mental health is like a really big deal on this show. Jess and I are really big advocates of it. If you find yourself in a spot like that, you can always call 988. Mm-hmm. It's the Suicide and Crisis Lifeline. You can t- call, you can text, but it's super simple now. It's just 988 if you find yourself in a spot like that. Do you remember this sound right here? (laughs) I played this about an hour ago for Jess for our Throwback Thursday because it's the anniversary of AOL. Mm -hmm. Jess, you had never heard this sound before. I didn't recognize it. I thought we were going off the air. I, like, didn't know what was happening. Jess literally panicked. She's like, what's happening? Y'all... Y'all remember dial-up internet, right? Can we all remember dial-up internet? So That's how we got to the internet back in the day. You had to use your modem dial-up, but Jess cannot remember this sound. I don't remember the process of it. And then she got raked over the coals on the text lines. People are like, how does she not remember mm-hmm. that super popular noise? So I thought this morning on Mix 106.5, we play a little game with Jess, and feel free to play along in your car. It's called Name That 90s. I'm going to play some very popular sounds from the 90s. Mm -hmm. Now, you were born what year? 93. Okay. I think that any single person that was alive, 1999 or before, Uh should know these sounds, hands down. Before we get into it, I don't like playing games. I'm terrible at trivia. I didn't ask for this. Uh, So, let's get into it. Name that 90s. Number one. What's up? What's Name that 90s, Jess. Name that 90s. One more time. What's up is what we're going for. What's up? Is that Wayne's World? <laughs> Jess says Wayne's World. Judges? What is it? It's a very popular Budweiser commercial from the 90s. What's up? Okay. They walk in. <laughs> I love that I for you. Even, I don't even know how to describe it. What's up? They walk in. What's up? All right. Huge. Okay. Zero for one. Uh-huh. Just name this 90s. It's time to kick ass and chew bubble gum. And I'm all out of gum. Oh, no. Is this like a, what was it, you know, like the pink gum? Is it a commercial? You think it's a... Uh, Is it like a, what was it, like Bubba Wubba or something? Like whatever. 
You think it's a gum commercial. Is it? Listen one more time. It's time to kick ass and chew bubble gum. And I'm all out of gum. Oh, no. I'm not going to tell you the answer to that one is yet. Is it the thingy, you know, where like the... Bubble yum is what you're thinking yeah, of? Yeah, where it was in the case. I will tell you it's not that, but if you think you know what that one is, call us. That one's a tough one. 410-583-1065. Okay. We'll come back. Uh, name this 90s, Jess. This one's... You should know this one. Press out the box. Stop. Look and watch. Ready yet? Get set. Popular television series of the 90s. Okay. This is the introduction for that show. I'll play it one more time. Press out the box. Look and watch. Ready yet? Get set. Name that 90s. I'm guessing it's a show where they play games. Come on. Give it to me. The name of the show is? It's, um, is it like, <laughs> it's not Fear Factor. And I understand that it's not, but I don't know what it is. The show was all that. Okay. Do you not remember all that? Keenan and Kel started there. No, I know, but Amanda like, Bynes. can you remember? I mean, what what year was all that on the air? I feel like someone born in 1993 would watch all that. But like, what year was it on the air? You're zero for three, by the way. I wanna. I mean, sorry, I was I was watching Frasier. Okay, <laughs> like I literally was watching Law and Order with my dad. So I don't know if I'm the best person to play this game. All right, name this 90s. Come on. Iconic. Well, I had that ringtone for my Nokia phone. Boom, there we go. <laughs> Show me Nokia. That's the answer right there. All right, one more. Name that 90s. Name this very popular 90s sound. Mm. Name this very popular 90s sound. That's it. Oh, that was it? And that's it. Okay. It's giving meditation. Okay. <laughs> it's giving chimes. Spa day. It's Deepak Chopra's uh, At Bat song. Is it? <laughs> What is it? You want to guess? What would you think that sound was? Listen, one more time. You're playing in your car. Come on. What is this sound? Is it an adult show or a kid show? Neither. Or is it a commercial? It, no. What is it? Is it when you like it's, walk into a store and it plays? No, it's, that's the startup sound for uh, Windows 95. Okay. Is what we're looking for. That's there. nice. You've literally got none of those. Okay, number two is the one I'm, I'm really, I am want to know if anybody can figure this out. Hey, Mix 1065, good morning. Who's this? Hey, it's Chad. How are you? Chad, we're good, man. Do you know this sound? Time to kick ass and chew bubble gum. And I'm all out of gum. Do you know it? I absolutely know that sound. Tell what Jess, is it? what is that's it? From, that's from Duke Nukem. Duke Nukem, baby. Woo! Okay. What okay. is the, what is that? What is this? Is that a show, you guys? Or? Explain that to as, as a dinosaur in Jess's eyes. Please explain what Duke Nukem was. It was a popular video game back when I was a kid. So good. So good. It was like a first-person shooter game. Yeah. It was awesome. like it was kind of like what I would say kids that play Fortnite had to start with Duke Nukem back in the day. Well, that's fun. So that you literally got none of those right. No, I'm happy that we all did this for you guys. You got Nokia. I love it. <laughs> now, now, now. These are the top three trending stories in the city. The Baltimore Top Three, three. with Jess. Number three. The 21st annual Baltimore Marathon and Running Festival is about a week away, and it's expected to draw in more participants and even a bigger crowd this year. October 15th, runners from all 50 states and at least six countries will take part in this festival that's at Camden Yards. Runners will get to run between the ballpark and the warehouse, and it all finishes at the Inner Harbor. And you can still sign up for the marathon, half marathon, 10K, or 5K until October 15th before the race. I'm going to be running it this year for Johns Hopkins, so if if you are looking to get involved, because like I don't have any 
running friends, per se. Oh, you're going to be there? Yeah, I'll be there. Holler. So if uh, if you want to be a part of that and come run for a great cause, you can just actually just text me and I'll shoot you back the info. 410-583-1065. Number two. Analysts say gas prices will rise even higher now that OPEC and some other countries join together to slash oil production. The White House says that President Biden is disappointed by the short-sighted decision and that another 10 million barrels will be released from the strategic petroleum reserve next month. But experts are just warning drivers just to be prepared for those gas prices to hike up again. And I don't even know. They haven't really, at least from things I've seen, haven't really told us exactly what that means. I think right. you all have this PTSD because the prices were like $2 more a couple of months ago. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it's going to mean. It's going to be that high, per se. But... Now I'm getting paranoid for holiday travel. I was going to wait it out. But yesterday, we're like, we should wait it out. You know, wait a hol- holiday travel. Oh, yeah, travel. like seven to 14 days before Thanksgiving. But now, if the gas prices are going to jump back up, oh, no. I don't know if it's worth it anymore, you know? Number one. We might have a new couple alert. Sources have confirmed that Leonardo DiCaprio and Gigi Hadid are very into each other. The two are both in Paris for Fashion Week. But that same source says they've arranged some private time for the two of them. While it was Leo who reportedly started pursuing an initially disinterested Hadid, it seems that now both of them are very interested. The 27-year-old model and 47-year-old Oscar winner are not serious by any means, just having fun. But Leo's friends say that this might be different this time because he is less interested in his old Playboy lifestyle. Okay, first off, don't believe that at all. Okay, <laughs> like, I don't think he's over it. I believe it more. It. I believe it more when Titanic is playing in the background. All right, you don't think so? Let's do a round of Is It Creepy? Okay. 47-year-old man, 27-year-old female. Is it creepy? Jess, that's almost your age. Let's say that one of your friends, a little younger than you, came to you and said, like, I'm dating a new dude. Take mm-hmm. out, we got to take out the celebrity factor. I know. We have to remove Leo. Yeah. Right? We're it's talking, not Leo. I met a dude. Uh-huh. I'm 27. Yeah. He's 47. He's a millionaire. He's not a millionaire. He's not a millionaire. <laughs> no, because if he's a millionaire, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, different. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we just got to take the the, they the, met, the fact of the age yeah. only. Mm-hmm. They met at the grocery store. They met at the grocery store. They were in aisle seven. They were. And they connected. And she's like, I think I just met the man of my dreams. Is it creepy? Uh, I mean, I would just be like, live your life, girl. Like, live your life, you know? Now that I'm closer to 47 than 27, because <laughs> I'm trying to think like. Is it creepy to you? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it still it still hits me a little creepy. It does. For, 47 and 27 does. It's so, okay, and I hate to say this, but it's so situational. Of course. You know? Of course. Because, like, That's it, not could, a game works. it could be creepy or they could totally be, like, meant for each other. Could be. We, so, could, we could take plenty of calls right now. If people have 20-year age differences. Exactly, so and they've been married for decades. I'm just asking you the initial feeling of 20-year difference. Like this? I mean, even Gigi Hadid and, like, Leo, it low-key kind of creeps me out because I'm like, Leo, stop it. Yeah. You know? Maybe, maybe somebody in their 30s. I don't know. Think about it's it. It's time, Leo. Mm-hmm. This is Jess, and that was your top three. Hey, thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe to get the show daily. And if you think we've earned it, give us five stars. Hear Kramer and Jess live every morning on Mix 106.5 Baltimore. And check out the Kramer and Jess Uncensored podcast at KramerandJess.com.